And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, we are officially in the month of October. We are. And that feels a little odd and yet really exciting. Yeah, I love fall. I, I love the summer. But yet I found myself in the fall, and I was at a ball game last uh, Thursday night in a sweatshirt, there you go. jeans, yep. and I thought this all is right in the world is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it's the I love the fall. It is it is my favorite time of year. It's not even close. You can pull out the sweaters. And you the, today, as I commented, as I commented yeah. in the studio, I mean, as you arrived to the studio today. You've gone puffer vest. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's very few things as good in my mind as a good puffer vest. You know, interesting. I think uh, I think now Governor Yunkin of Virginia, yeah, made it popular again. Really? Yeah. So when he was campaigning, that's all he wore. It's like Kevin Ezell of the North American yeah. Mission Board when he was wearing sweater vests for yeah. years and years. Yeah, him and never Daniel really, Darling. That's never, kind of never, their thing. Never really came back. Around. Yeah, they. Uh, but but the, the, the puffer vest, uh, yeah, what I've noticed, because I, I noticed, uh, this is how weird I am, Jason. I noticed politicians and the way they dress on the campaign trail. Oh, yeah. Because the, what happens usually is they pander. Correct. So it's like Correct. I'm going to be a man of the people, a woman of the people. Right. I'm going to dress like. You know, like I came right out of the field. But there's nothing uh, worse. Let's just acknowledge there's nothing worse, though, than when they miss it. You yeah. know, or like they just can't yeah. pull it off. You're like, sir, you have slacks on yep. and white sneakers. Yeah, yes. Like, and I don't yes. mean like in a fashionable sense here. Like, no, like, or you you like put a T-shirt over your button. Up yes, and here's the thing. To try to look casual. And here's the thing. Yeah. Here's what happens with that. Is there would argue, well, it's functional. I'm going door to door. I don't care. I need you to be uncomfortable because you can't wear that. Correct. And then, and maybe I'm the only one, but you come to my door and you're dressed like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I may still vote for you. Let's preface that. Okay. I'm not going to campaign for you. I'm not going to campaign for you. Uh, and so it's just not going to happen. And I went to, uh, there was a guy in middle Tennessee. I won't say his name, but, uh, wealthy, successful, uh, was also a state senator. And I saw him all the time and he wore suits all the time. And then we went, I, I ended up, I, I, I came back into town and I was with my mom somewhere at like a, a you know, a, I think it might have been the goat festival in Marshall okay. County. Okay. And kind of like Mule Day. And, uh, this senator walks up and he is in, uh, jeans, denim jeans, cowboy boots, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and a denim shirt. It was the exact same color as his pants. <laughs> And I thought, yeah, this is, this isn't working for you. I'm, I mean, it doesn't all have to be the same color. Yeah. Uh, or the same material even. Sure. What do they call that? The Canadian tuxedo? Yeah, is that I what they so. call that? And so, um, well, today you have, I mean, I keep looking at you. You have a very much, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, it's your, your size, you know, your fit and, and then there's the puffer vest and the shirt. You have a very much uh, Back to the Future Michael J. Fox Ooh, look right now. I like now. that. Yeah. If you had some high top, like old Nikes yeah. on right now, you'd really be working it. I so, like yeah, that. So I don't mind like, that. Like, you're like at 80% today. I not don't bad. mind that. Not That's bad. Not bad most. at all. That is true. That is true. Look around, folks. <laughs> so how are you? Good, man. Good. We, uh, yeah, we're good. We're going camping this weekend. Woo! Uh, 
but it, it we're, nice? we're also doing a uh, so we're going to a barn sale in Red Bowling Springs. Okay. Uh, so Aaron is is setting up there, and uh, and so in conjunction with that, we're going to camp uh, at uh, Standing Stone. Standing Stone, it's over in Middle Tennessee. You spoke that with such confidence. I think that's what it's called. I want to say Sanding Stone, but that doesn't make sense. It's got to be Standing. (laughs) I have no idea. Right? I think it's the state. Yeah, I think it is. But there's a, there's a campground close to the park that literally, I mean, it's a genius. Whoever owns this campground, smart. Because it's probably an acre or two lot that this dude or female, I don't know who owns it, uh, just cleared and laid gravel, leveled it out, and put 14 spots, camping full hookup spots. Okay. And then he he himself sets like four campers up for Airbnb. Okay. But it's so close to the state park. It's genius. Oh, yeah, that is Because, smart. yeah, you don't have like the uh, the amenities that some campgrounds have. But in, in their mind, it's like, well, you're not coming to – yeah. Enjoy the amenities of our campground. You're, you're coming to the, the park. park. Right. But we can put you close to it for cheap. You're you're coming for the standing stone. Standing stone. stone. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's what it's called. So quick question as it relates to fall. I, I've been thinking about this. In fact, um, as you know, our oldest son continuing yep. to, to deal with all kinds of stuff. Had his major surgery, 13 and a half hour surgery. Thanks for. That's insane. Uh, everybody's prayers in New York. Um, he had that, I don't know, a week and a half ago or so. He's still in New York. Um, hopefully we'll be bringing him home soon. Uh, and I'm headed there as well. And so, uh, the, the, and have been back and forth, yeah. I, should, I should say. But one of the things I, I was thinking about doing as a surprise for when Carrie gets home, because let's face it, I can talk about any surprise I want she's not gonna listen. on this radio show because she's not listening. Yeah, I could I could literally say I won the lottery, <laughs> and I I could have fifty million dollars, <laughs> and Aaron would have no idea. She would she would not no be idea. aware based on yeah. her commitment to listening yes, to the show. She would have and no so, idea. So let's just discuss it. So yeah. so uh, I was thinking about begin like. Uh, Doing kind of a like a an outdoor like front porch fall oh, decor of okay. you know like yeah. you know the pumpkins, pumpkin and corn the hay, stalks, corn stalk, yeah, all yeah. stuff. And I might lean in on a friend or two that, sure. that I think could do a better job than I could I with that. I mean, is it too soon? I doesn't. Feel, I mean, like here's my only. Like, when, when when am I allowed to do that? I don't think it's too soon for some of it. Uh, obviously, I mean, I would say go ahead and decorate for Christmas. But, but as your my only my only thing is pumpkins right now. So if you put pumpkins out where they can get wet, they're going to be rotted. By, they will be by bad Halloween. by by Halloween. Yeah, I mean it. It, it is just. Uh, and the last thing you want is October to pass by. And you go out on those, on that front porch to remove those pumpkins and you grab the top of it and it just pops off (laughs) because that's when you know this is going to go really bad moving all of them. It's similar to, uh, it's kind of the opposite, but, but similar all the same is I, um, I several years ago when we were gardening a bunch, uh, and, and I know that may sound shocking to a lot of our listeners, uh, you know, but we used to have a pretty big garden, uh, for the first several years we lived here. And I decided to pull the garden early one summer, mm. uh, because what I was going to do is like, I, this year, like we had had, we had as much, I mean, it, we had as many, uh, you know, squash and sure. cucumbers and everything else we, we could have. Well, we didn't have squash, we could have cucumbers and tomatoes and everything else. 
I, I had enough. So I pulled the garden early, and I basically committed to creating a pumpkin patch. Okay. I was like, I'm going to go straight pumpkin yeah. patch. I'm going to see what I can do with this thing. And I had incredible pumpkins. They unfortunately were available for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was like, like it truly yeah. was. Which I everybody just, loves, a good just, pumpkin just, at Christmas. It was like a good, like, Christmas gourd, yeah. basically. I like yeah, a good Christmas get pumpkin pie. paint it white, uh, yeah. you know, uh, with some red on it. No, but, uh, it, it didn't work quite well. And so, yeah, you got, you don't want to be too late. Yeah, that's too the, early. I, I drove, there's a church in Carnes, uh, Methodist church that, I don't know if they're selling the pumpkins or if like the Boy Scouts or something set up in their yes, yard. But yeah. There's like so many pumpkins they have sitting out there. Are they already out? Already out. Okay. And you can and there's a tent set up. You can you can go and, and purchase them, I guess. Uh, but they're all just set out in the yard. So if if it rains, we haven't had any rain as of late. But if it rains, they're gonna get soaked and yeah. then somebody's going to sit them on the front porch they're going to get soaked yeah. and they're going to rot and by the end of this month i mean tough. it's just going to happen and so and it's a mess i mean we dealt with that last year and, and i went to grana bought somewhere in between uh 500 and a thousand pumpkins on the front it seems like on the front porch it, oh, it wasn't oh, that many I was, but it was, I was like I'm it was sorry? it was a bunch of pumpkins I, like, I didn't realize y'all and so that. and so as i'm removing them it just top started pop and it was like <laughs> and then you go to pick one up and it's like oh this and is falling apart it's like heavy it feels heavier yeah, and, than it and, should be uh, the whole deal yeah but hamlet our pig eats it so yeah that's that really helps bad. that helps but uh but yeah that's that would be my only all the other you know if you do everything but pumpkins right now i think that hamlet works. is kind of like um like a garbage disposal for you not kind of yeah Hamlet and the chickens are 100% a garbage disposal. Okay, so also just worth noting here, do you use the expression disposal or disposal? Disposal. That's what I thought. Thank you. And the yeah. way that you said it, like anything different than this would Who be Who would say it otherwise? Uh, Carrie Hayes. Disposal? She says disposal. I don't, I, she may be the only person that says that. I, I, and I've asked. I'm like, I mean, who has taught you this? She's like, this is what our family says. I'm hmm. like, and I wonder, like, did, you know, you almost wonder, did they have, like, some brand that yeah. was in their house that was kind of clever play on the words, dispose all? Well, here's you know? the thing. If, I don't know. If that hasn't been created, Jason, <laughs> that might be a great to. idea. We need to. Yeah. It was, did you know that, um, home and the improved- moniker, the, like, emblem on it is, is Hamlet. Ooh, uh, that's good. It's like a little logo. Yeah. It's, just, it's like the, uh, it's just a pig that sits. <laughs> In the, uh, that's it. It's just a pig that yeah, sits in the cabinet. Pig. Yeah. Spot a pig. Um, it, did you know that Home Improvement, all the episodes are now on Hulu? Uh-huh. Did you know that? Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. we love that. Yeah. that show. I did not but know the, that. The other, we were watching, uh, one of the early episodes the other day and one of the greatest TV series ever, in my opinion. Pretty great. But it's interesting because the first, the first season, first, second season, Brad, the oldest boy, the rocking the mullet, which looks like all the kids nowadays. Yes. But he's going through something that my son seems to be going through at the moment, like of uh just a lot of emotions, a lot of hormones yes. firing and, and yes. so maybe making some not great choices, but doesn't really know how to explain why he's making those and and just listening to Tim and Jill deal with it. It's really interesting as a now watching it as a parent. Of kids that are the age of those kids on that show, 
the writers of that show were so great. Like yeah. it was just a, it was just very well done because you're watching it. Even the interaction between Tim and Jill where the kids will say something and Tim initial reaction is to laugh. And then Jill's like, what are you doing? You and he's like, I can't. Okay. What are you, why are you doing this? <laughs> but we were watching it the other night. It's fun too, because there's no cell phones. Like Tim went out to eat with the boys after the, after a taping of the show. And he's like, I need to check in with, with Jill. And he, he gets, gets a pay phone, yeah. pay phone, calls home. And I was like, man, what a different time, yes. you know, but they have in the, they have a trash compactor. Okay. Uh, that comes out of the oh yeah the counter because she threatened he was acting up or Tim was acting up so she threatened to throw his tape measure in the trash compactor and I thought we never had a trash compactor I did have one and so what is it what is it did it now it just like compacts it and makes it easier to throw away basically it looks almost like a very small I mean, just like you would be able to pull out a trash yep. can in your, yep, you know, yep. in your cabinet. That's how it's maybe. set up. Yep. They it's pull just it out. like that. And it's pulled out, but basically you would push a button on it, uh, and it just kind of smushes all your hmm. trash down. And I guess it makes it more. Why don't we compact. have that now? You don't hear yeah, me. People a, have it. I don't know if maybe it's too noisy. I don't. That's a great question. I mean, it seems handy. It, it seems handy. Well, why did, yeah, like it's not like people. Why did it go trash. out of favor? That's a great question. And because he also, I mean, I guess they, I didn't have a garbage disposal until I moved to Knoxville. Right. Like we never, I mean, so, so, but I just wonder, I don't know anybody that has a trash compactor. No, me neither, bro. But, I'm going to find it at the break here. In a but few I watched it and I thought, I thought, well, there. that's an interesting concept. Cause we have trash cans that pull out just like that. We have a cabinet that you pull out and the trash cans are there. And so it would be handy if it was just a compactor. Okay, so forget the break. I've got it right here. I mean, there is a $1,664 KitchenAid built-in built trash, yeah, trash compactor. Huh. I mean, there are some that are sold $12.99 by Whirlpool. There you go. I don't know anybody that has one. Yeah. Do you? No. Huh. What happened? Well, I'm ordering one right now on Amazon. Speaking of people wondering what happened, they're thinking, <laughs> yeah. what happened in this doing? last segment? What did that was, we'll try to redeem That was it. meaningful. <laughs> we'll be back and try our do better. So that song might have been the biggest song. What was that? 2014? 2013? That's a big one. It was you. Uh, Pharrell. Pharrell? Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, if we didn't do anything in that first segment, we did figure out that there are trash compactors still, still for around. sale. They're still around. And if you are listening and you have one, uh, send us an email at uh, Jason at trash compactor dot com. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that would be fine. Jason at disposal trash compactors dot com. So, uh, so what is what has struck you in recent days? Related to um, hmm. between Sundays, the things yeah. you know that are happening in the news, things that are crossing our our media feeds. What what is it? That yeah, a few th- a few things. Uh, our president is look. I'm just going to be honest. Our president is struggling in just uh, in normal things, and that concerns me. Like he was doing a press conference the other day. 
and he was looking for a congresswoman that died a month yeah. ago. Yeah, and, I saw that. Uh, very confused. Very, he, and he seems very confused at times. Uh, Vice President Harris was supposed to say that we have a great alliance and partnership with South Korea, and she actually said North Korea. Um, there's just been some very uh, silly mistakes that that we need to. I don't know, man. There's just not a lot going on that's going to grow a lot of confidence in what's happening. When you see those things, and listen, sometimes you have to read at it, and you kind of be like, okay, so wait, like, is this being misrepresented, or is there something that's being pulled out of context? And I just think for any leader, a huge piece of it, and this is really not just with those two positions, but really, I mean, in, in multiple roles of leadership, really any role of leadership, you have to be able to you have to be able to instill confidence yep. in your constituency or those that you're leading, uh, whether you're a coach or a teacher or a, a pastor or whatever it may be. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. There has to be this kind of air of confidence uh, or at least at least instill confidence in those that you're leading. And uh, and those things are certainly not well, helping and, and uh, even, you know, the president right now. Even when we look at – I saw an article this morning briefly – you know the hurricane hit Florida, and and man, just be continue to be praying for those folks. It's just it was, you know, massive, yeah, massive danger. Well. Yeah. And so, but I, I saw an article that said mayors of Florida uh, not answering the president's calls. You know, pretty much sending them to voicemail, which completely sidebar and, and maybe not something to joke about. But if if we don't have uh, some comedian somewhere. Uh, playing out what those voicemails would be, we are missing a great <laughs> opportunity. A good, good opportunity. We are there. missing an amazing opportunity on what that voicemail may sound like. Uh, it would be like my dad leaving me two, three-minute long voicemails Yes. where at times I'm listening to him and I think I'm talking to him, so I'll respond and go, oh, no, this is a voicemail where he's having a conversation with himself. Yes, um, yes. But, but as, I, as I see that and... and you know, military uh, recruitment is down 25%. The, the president called a Coast Guard member to uh, congratulate him for saving the lives of people. That Coast Guard member is going to be kicked out of the military next week because he's not getting a certain shot that, that's been mandated. Yeah. You know, these are just, again, mistakes that, that from a political perspective could be prevented with a little bit of, of thought. And, and so... But we're seeing it across the board. We're also another thing that's been coming across um, that, that's a bit of a concern. Not not a bit. It's a major concern of mine is the the news that keeps coming out from hospitals, not just in the state of Tennessee, but around the country on gender assignment surgeries for minors and uh, and the damage that's been done and the scrubbing of websites when they kind of get caught. Um, that's you know we're seeing that at Vanderbilt in yeah. Nashville, and the yeah. governor is saying there's going to investigate. Uh, legislators have written a letter and said how y'all respond is going to determine how we respond in January when the General Assembly is back. And so these are just, I was thinking about as I was driving in, this is the question I wanted to ask my pastor, and it just so happens that that is you. So, oh, great. Um, so as, as I was driving in, and I even had a conversation with a buddy yesterday <clears throat> about this, and if we're not careful, it's if you have a a bend, and I know we've talked about this before. If if we're kind of wired to to have anxiousness, yeah. When we read news like this, and when we see it constantly, 
uh, whether it be that, hey, we don't have a lot of confidence in, in our leadership. Uh, we, we see what's happening in Florida. Then we, then we see what's happening in, uh, medical communities with, with, uh, minors. And California just passed a piece of legislation saying that, that minors can come here without parental consent to, to get hormones and, and gender, uh, surgeries and, and all these things. Like, you know, you see that and there is a sense of, I get anxious and like, how do we stop this? How do we, what can I do? Uh, do I do anything? Do I disengage? Do I overengage? So as a, as, as believers, there is certainly like, you know, when people talk about culture wars and, and all that, the reality is we don't have a choice but to right. engage. Right. But then in that engagement, what does that look like? Right. And, and how do we combat the, uh, the anxiety and anxiousness that comes with it just seems like at every corner there's there's more bad news. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting because uh, the really even just the topic of anxiety creates a unique dynamic in that discussion because um, you know we we almost have uh, we have almost created if we're if we're not careful um, a mindset that says that we should avoid anxiety and i'm not really certain that that is that that that's my goal i think my goal because I, i've shared that you know i, I battle anxiety and things that sort of, i think for me um we live in a fallen world uh we are called to do hard things uh, and so to me, it's not avoiding anxiety and withdrawing altogether from anything that could potentially be hard or challenging or create those anxious thoughts or create some of the, you know, some of the emotion that you've described. I think it's like, how do we manage it? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we manage it in a, in a healthy way, uh, even on a purely like medicinal, you know, perspective? And certainly you and I would say there's far more. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to medicinal help when it comes to anxiety or something like that. I personally even take a little bit, uh, um, you know, f- for that. But but it's not the only solution. And people aren't giving, doctors aren't giving patients, you know, 10 milligrams of Lexapro or whatever, maybe to make everything go away that's hard in the world. It's to be able to manage it. And and I, so I think there's that that balance of, you know, even as you and I have talked about, like, let's not find ourselves too deep into the fray in terms of, uh, you know, allowing it to consume our heart, consume our mind, consume our emotions. And yet, like, we don't say that to the missionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we don't say that to the missionary of like, hey, like, you feel called to go to whatever lost nation or whatever lost people group. Don't don't allow this to 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 be too consuming on you or to be too weighty on you. And so to me, again, I don't think the discussion is about an absence of certain things. I think it is more of how do we engage and still keep ourselves healthy? Uh, And and, and really only we know, um, and and, and probably even more so to me, because I think our, our bodies, while we do see them as a temple, at, at some point, they will fail us. You know, we may be able to live a hundred years. Mm-hmm. So, you and I were talking about a podcast just a few minutes ago off air about a guy that's trying to help people live the fullest length of their life possible. But at some point, it, it's going yep. to it's going to fail us. 
And so really to me, like that perspective of who am I, where's my heart, where's my attitude, um, those are things that I have to constantly keep in check. And I don't know if there's a magic formula for it. I, I don't believe that we should just tuck our hand, head in the sand. And yet also, I don't think we need to allow some of those things to become our idol. Yep. Uh, and some of those things they do. We, we become so <laughs> engaged with the, uh, with the passion associated with it or the fight for it that really almost the passion and the fight become the bigger issue than really the issue itself. And mm-hmm. so we have to just be mindful of it, trust the Lord in it. This is where the Spirit guides us, gives us wisdom and discernment. And then we just take it one day at a time. Yeah, and I think I think a big part of that is for many of us, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. We believe social media is real life. Yeah, yeah. And so we we get all amped up and ramped up, and then you know if you just go out and talk to neighbors, that sometimes you'll 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 find that it's very different. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. very different in the in the real world. We'll be back. Let us pray. So as we continue today, Jason, I didn't tell you. I don't think I told you. That's all Stephen Curtis chat. That is. There. He's good. Saddle up your horses. This, I mean. This is a great adventure. It is. He's incredible. The other day, we were coming back from Middle Tennessee in the Wood Family Church van. Uh, it was about you know 11 o'clock at night. We were on the interstate. We just passed Monterey exit, heading toward Crossville. I know it well. And uh, Crossville, the home of the New Buckies, and also yes. where Hayden Hayes got yep. his driver's license. There you go. Come on. Um, Why? Because for some reason it takes two months to get it scheduled in Knox County. Almost. Yeah, we won't. We won't get into that. There. Uh, <laughs> you know, first off, why do you got to have one? It's America. If he wants to drive, <laughs> let the boy drive. But that's another. I'm not sure. That's there, an, no, okay. we are there, Jason. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we, but on the way home, uh, we're driving, the kids are asleep, uh, and we heard something, and Aaron said, what was that? And I said, I don't know. And then I immediately felt something's different about the van. Oh, no. Uh, and I was like, we're not on groove pavement. Uh, and she was like, what's going on? I said, we have a flat. And she was like, you think we have a flat? I was like, I know we have a flat. And so I pulled to the side of the road uh, on the interstate. 11 o'clock at night, mm. and got out, sure enough, back passenger tire, flat. Uh, big hole in it. I think there was something in it that I wasn't aware of, and it just worked its way out. You know how if you yes. if you yep. were like to screw a screw into your tire, it's going to be fine. But as soon as that screw comes out, yeah, yeah, all the hole. air comes out. Right. And so we went into uh, changing tire mode because, you know, you got to do that. So it's dark as every, there's no lights at that place, you know, at that place of the interstate. And so immediately, you know, Aaron's got the flashlight and she's like shining it to me, shining it to make sure. And I have my flashers on to make sure people, you know, mainly semi-trucks are just flying. And they're going to be on the right lane, obviously. Yep. Um, Thankfully, the tire was the passenger side tire and I'm not changing it on the interstate side, which has been terrifying. Yes. Um, And so uh, get the jack out, start jacking it up and, Max the jack out and it wouldn't get the van I know. Oh. And I thought, well, well, that's a problem. This is a problem. Um, and so then I was like, I don't have a block. I don't have a cent. I don't have any kind of like something to put this jack on to make it taller. Um, and so I, you know, immediately I'm making checklists in my head. Well, from now on, I'm going to have, and Eric's like, you don't need to add more things. 
and tools to this van. Like we have no more room. Yes. And so I have a chain that's in a bag, a big heavy duty chain in a bag in the van. Um, And so I thought, well, I mean, that will give it a little bit of height and it'll act kind of as its self leveler. Yeah. So I laid the chain down in the bag, put the jack on it, and was able to get it up just enough to get the tire Ooh. off. So it worked. Uh, thankfully, the spare tire had air in it. I immediately, you know, we had dad's class not too long ago, and that was the thing I harped on all these dads. Like, yes. make sure your spare's got air in it. And as soon as I started to bring that thing down, I thought, if this thing's flat, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose my I'm, mind. I've, um, and, thankfully, your cre- and your credibility. And credibility. Thankfully, it had air in it. Uh, changed it and, uh, it took all about 30 or 45 minutes. We were done and got back on the road. Kids never woke up. Uh, Ooh. although summer was like, why are we not home yet? And, uh, in my loving dad voice, I said, I didn't plan on having a flat tire, little girl. Why don't you so, hush, just show back to sleep? Next time you're changing it. Yeah, and you should have filled up the spare with air. While and note to self, when you find a boyfriend, they better be able to do this on the side of the road <laughs> so I don't have to come do it. Now, it was, but it was crazy, man. It was, um, you know, so, so now on, the, on that interstate stretch, we've replaced radiator. We've yeah, changed you, the tire. Uh, Maybe maybe time for you to take an alternate route. It's not <laughs> right. really there. Really is not really, an alternate route. Yeah, it's there. funny. I had to get new tires. It was time for new tires. I was trying to push it, and clearly this is what happens. Uh, and I went to get new tires at Matlock Tire, good friend, uh, great people. And Joe looked at me and said, "So how uh, how long are you going to drive this thing?" I love it. I love and, Joe. And he said, "I uh, love and, Joe." And I said, uh, "He recently had a baby. Congratulations." Yep. yep. And uh, before I could answer, just because of the look on my face, he went, you're just never going to stop driving it, are you? And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> but the look on his face was like, yeah, He's you're, given me you're never going to stop driving it. similar look with my yeah. truck. With, yeah, with my truck. Now, I will tell you, I've, I've entered into some dangerous waters here because, of course, the last week, Carrie's remained in New York with Hayden uh post-surgery and i've been at home and i've been driving, driving her, her sequoia yeah come on and i'm like oh this is this, this is, is nice. this is much yeah. better than my truck yeah this, you can't this, do that this drives so yeah, it's, it's better not to be introduced to the other you side can't, you can't do uh because you find out oh wait you. the grass is greener yeah. on the other side <laughs> yeah oh for sure yeah it's it's much for much sure like if somebody's like hey smoother hey yeah. go move my car and you get in and you're like oh my god <laughs> So this, this is you how, drive this every day. This is how it's supposed to ride. <laughs> Do you drive this? It just does this for you. Okay, so quick question. Um, other thing that's hit the news that that we maybe just tipped our hat to, yeah. uh, and then of course we missed a week. I was out of town with surgery and stuff of that sort. But uh, have you watched any? Like, did you watch anything related to the Queen's death? I did not. You did not. Not one thing. So not even a hint of interest. No. Now, and look, that makes me sound cold and callous. Right. No, what it what it truly is is I'm an American, and um, <laughs> and we won a war for. No, I'm kidding. Uh, now I, I will say that I've read some things because it is yeah. a it is a nothing else. It's a historical. It's moment. a historical yeah. moment, and it really like really is a last of a generation. Yeah. Like like uh, what is it? Andrew is now the the king. Is that no. Not Andrew. William. William is now no. the No, it's not William. He will be the king. Oh my gosh. I, it's one of them. Here, you know, see, there you go. 
not uh, Harry. It's like the Kardashians. Charles. Charles. Yeah. Well, so Charles. Is, is it Charles? No, it's not. I don't think it is. I, it's an older. Out. It's an older gentleman. Okay. Here's the thing, though. He's the same age as our. He's younger than our president. Uh, but King Charles. King Charles. And Queen yeah. Consort Camilla. That's right. And that's Prince right. Prince William and Princess Kate Pose in New Portrait. Right. Okay. So William yeah. will be the, the king. Right. Uh, and, but, but I think we're the days of, I mean, all that the queen saw and, and she was the, the longevity. Those days are gone. Right. And so, um, so it is, and, and she was from all accounts. Uh, very diplomatic, right? Uh, a lovely and, lady, and, and from like. everything that yeah. I I've read and seen, uh, super nice. And I watched sweet a couple episodes or a couple seasons of The Crown. Sure, with Gary, same, same. Yeah, and so yeah, I'm same, sure, which, you know, sure it's all fact. Sure, it is. No, no. I think probably the fact. Did you ever see back when Saturday Night Live was good? They would do a clip where you the mean Queen, nineteen seventy nine. They yeah. would do a clip where the Queen would like be doing a press conference. And then, would, after that, would go into the side room and then turn into this like really rough <laughs> British person smoking cigarettes and like uh, yelling at everybody. And they were the accent got so much deeper yes. or thick. Uh, and I thought, man, if that's how she really is, that would be amazing. Oh, but it's yeah. not. It, it seems like uh, so. No, I haven't. I know that yeah. there's people that have been super interested in it. Uh, I'm pretty confident my mother-in-law uh, is part of homeschooling that day, like watched the, the large yeah. segment of the of the funeral. Uh, but it just didn't really, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't that. it didn't spark I my interest. I don't think but, that's bad. I don't know for whatever reason some of it. I think just honestly, like I, as silly as this sounds, like some of this. One, it does sound like. You know, this lady is, has kind of served in her role for obviously, time, you know, yeah. a long, long sure. time. And there's a lot of nobility in that. And just the, the, the kind of consistent leadership. I mean, there's a, a, a lot to be honored in that. Um, but I think for me, sometimes I just always enjoy the pageantry of it all. Sure. I don't yeah. know why. I just like, it's always interesting to see. In fact, I was watching some video that was on a YouTube channel of, of one of the, the guys uh, that, that my boys watched. And the guy just happened to be in London at the very same time yeah. when, uh, you know, they were kind of doing some of the proceedings related to you know, her death and, and preparing for the funeral and stuff. And he's walking down the road and here comes like all these dudes on these beautiful white horses yeah. in full regalia and he was like, I mean, I don't even know what I'm looking at, but this is kind of cool. That's but, kind of how I feel. With I will it. say too, like the for the most part, there's always going to be uh, grifters that like have something bad to say about sure. it, no matter what. But but for the most part, at least from what I read and saw of of those that were under her, like it was a collective mourning. Yeah, and and I'm afraid that in our country. We're long past that. Yeah, and so when whenever that's a good point. Whenever you know, you know, former president or something passes away in the coming years, which it's all. I mean, they're all going to be there at right. some point. I think we're past the collective mourning of a president, Isn't and, it and that's that's a that's not a comfortable it's place to be. It's almost interesting that societally we actually do we do. And I, maybe this is pure perception, okay? It does be purely perception, but it feels like societally we do 
far less of a job of of being able to move past certain things that happened 10, 15 years ago than the ones that actually are in it. Yep. I mean, you look at like, I mean, you see George W. Bush, I wouldn't say regularly, but but semi-regularly, you know, interacting with Michelle Obama sure. or, yeah. or, you know, doing something with... He was he was uh, at uh, the president. Oh, he was at yeah. President's Cup with with Bill Clinton, and they don't they're not unamicable. I mean, yeah. you know, like like and yet, like a president that served thirty years ago, forty years ago, or however long it may have been, they pass, and people are still. You know, like, it, it's just really hard. We are a divided, divided people. Yeah, and, I mean, just wait. Just hold wait things, in, yeah. in 30 years when uh, Jake Paul becomes president, we're going to oh, have gosh. pay-per-view fights. Stop that. I mean, stop that's, that the, right now. that's where we're headed, Jason. You stop that right that's now. That's where we're headed. You stop it right that now. Is, that is uh, President Jake Paul, Vice President, another YouTube what, sensation. Or whatever his brother is, the other Logan, Paul. Logan. Logan. Paul. Uh, we're going to have pay-per-view fights. That'll be the debate. Now... Will I spend money on that? Yes. <laughs> You're so not right. You're so not we'll right. be back. So, Jason, as we finish as we finish up today, uh, I'm pretty confident that earlier in the year I predicted the UT Vols would go ten and two this year. It's looking more up. We beat Florida. Uh, Pitt, and then unfortunately we, Pitt lost to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking us, about that. doesn't matter. make us feel as good about Th- that. Now, one. while I'm talking, will you pull up, what's the polls today? Okay, I can where, go and tell you the polls. Where are we, did we move at all? No, we didn't play. We had so a bye week. We did week. not move in one poll. We remained at eight okay. in one poll. And then I think the USA Today, maybe like coaches poll or whatever, we moved from nine to eight, we should have jumped Kentucky because Kentucky was seven, but and they then, lost. Like Oklahoma State popped in, okay. So it was it didn't it didn't just go quite like that. There was a, th- okay. a team or two that popped in now because they had played. Here's the wins. thing: we we played. Uh, everything is shaping up now. I caution this because anytime I get excited about UT sports, yeah. I and get, also I you get punched be, in the you face. You could be the curse of us. We don't really yeah. believe in that, but you could. You be could it. be. I mean, yeah. yeah, we're not superstitious, but I we're sit in the same spot every time I watch. We're a little stitious. Yeah, we're a little stitious. <laughs> uh, and so maybe a lot stitious. So, but four and zero, we have LSU this Saturday uh, at noon, which is like even even the fact that we're playing. We're not playing at night. Oh, thank huge. the good Lord. That's huge. Because we're playing at LSU. Yeah, you do not uh, want to play no. there at night. Just like people don't want to play in Neyland right. at night, right. we don't want to play LSU at night. Right. Uh, LSU's been struggling. Now they did they did squeak out a win. Yeah, barely. But they've been they've been struggling. And they've got a, a quarterback and, that's injured. We'll yeah, see they struggle. They there. struggle in the first half. We tend to start real strong. So we'll we'll see. And 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 really, our offense. That's the thing. Even at the Florida game. Uh, I was watching it with my father-in-law, and our defense has some has some mishaps. But I have not seen an offense that literally believes they can score anytime they want. Correct. And and so I think this team just believes, hey, we have the offense. Even when our defense messes up, we can score. We can score a touchdown anytime we want to score a touchdown. No doubt. Uh, and so I think they believe we can outscore any any opponent. It is going to be interesting moving forward. Now, obviously, we got LSU first, but I mean, we got a pretty tough stretch coming up. Yeah, we got Georgia. 
Georgia's still good, but they did not look good Saturday. And then Bama. And Bama you know, just always looks and, good, well, but their quarterbacks, quarterbacks are. Mm. Injured, maybe, you know, it's hard to tell. Yeah. What do, you, do you really trust what Saban says? I don't know. Related to how injured he is. I, I well, don't he know. was like getting excited on the sideline, I noticed. Like excited in terms of like no like like, he, like the quarterback wasn't playing but the way he was moving yeah. he didn't look injured to no, me no no uh, and here's the reality a place like Alabama the backup is a five star quarterback I mean could start probably most places so right. I don't I haven't looked into that but you can their recruiting classes the they've yeah. got plenty of depth and so and which I will say our backup quarterback would be starting at most places as well Correct. so so if you know if something were to happen to Hooker. I mean, I think we're we're going to be okay, but uh, but it is exciting to know when we have the ball, we can score. That is fun. It is so exciting to watch them. It's a lot of fun. Yes, we uh, we need to figure out our secondary. Yeah. Um, we uh, we're looking a little vulnerable there, uh, and when I say a little, I mean a lot mm-hmm. vulnerable there. But we won. I will not deny that as I was um, in New York uh, post-surgery watching the ball game when it was, I think, 17 seconds left and Florida recovered the onside kick, I turned the television off because I thought, I've seen this happen before. I can't watch it again. But I will say, and we didn't. We the, did not. That tells a lot we about bet, the psyche of our team. That's right. I, and I, the psyche of our team has been bad, correct, for a very long time. And and the fact that the defense uh, got together and and still were pressuring the quarterback, like still played good ball. Um, but yeah, that on psyche was brutal. Uh, br- brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, that was rough. Yeah, and so. But I feel good. I really do. I mean, I think. Uh, do I think we can beat Georgia and Alabama? I don't. Probably. Not. I don't know. Uh, do I think we can score a lot of points on them? Yes, I, yes. D- I do think that. But can our defense stop them? I, I don't that's know. That's a big question. That's that's, that's going to be the, the question. question. But uh, but man, the fact that we're even talking about it. It's nice. It, I mean, I will say this: the fact that we're not talking about a, a potential or necessary yeah. coaching change, right? And and the fact great. that we're going, man, can we get to a bowl game? And you want to know what's the weird thing, though? Here's the weird thing: can I just be a real downer here yeah. on this Wednesday Thanks. afternoon? Remember, there's still NCAA cloud hanging yeah. over Tennessee. Yeah, like yeah. at any point, any the NCAA point. could come in. Now, our hope is, and many people believe. That, you know, we've done as much as we can do, yep. and they're going to accept kind of our self-imposed, you know, uh, sanctions and all yeah. that stuff. But imagine that. Did you also see that fans have put together a website because they're going to checkered Vanderbilt Stadium when we play them <laughs> at the end of the year? I love that. I mean, that is, Solid. that's next level. Checker somebody else's in. Uh, that is just next level. So solid. Next level. And I, next that's level. why I love ball fans. Speaking of next level, this show. Yeah. Huh? I mean, it's you know, it's a level. It is. A, it is, it a, is level. a level. Yep. And we will. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great yep. rest of your week.